When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash I don't work here, lady, where people continue to mistake regular customers as employees, and the stories are freaking insane. And in this episode, Karens are at it again, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's lineup. Hit subscribe if you haven't. And as always, you can send or link stories to this email right here. On this day, a friend and I were killing time browsing Micro Center in our suits. For some reason, I don't remember. Anyways, we're in the store so much that we know it backward and forward, and generally, we carry ourselves like guys who know what they're doing. Of course, that combined with the suits kind of does make us look like employees. So we're in the store when some guy walks up to us and says, hey, where are the blah blah gadgets? I tell him they're at the other end of the aisle, but we don't work here. The guy proceeds to say, ha, yeah right, and walks away chuckling. Now I'm thinking, okay, whatever. But the guy proceeds to come back twice more, asking us about stuff. The guy was becoming increasingly annoyed at our insistence that we don't work here. Finally, he's like, listen, guys, it was funny at first, but now it's just really unprofessional. Like, do you guys prank all customers? Because if so, you keep this up and one day you'll encounter an effing customer worse than me and you'll be in real trouble. You might even lose your jobs. Hearing the guy say that, my friend pipes up and says, Dude, we're not joking. We do not effing work here. And I say, Seriously, please leave us alone. I don't know where the last thing you asked about is. The guy proceeds to tell us, Okay, I don't know why you guys are lying, but that's okay. I'll get the truth from your sister when I see her tonight. Now hearing him say that, I take a moment to process that drastic escalation. I don't have a sister, but my friend does, and he doesn't take a moment. My friend was already in motion towards the guy, and he gets really loud screaming, You what? You're gonna get what from my sister tonight, you mother effer? You wanna say that again? The guy suddenly sputters at my friend 0 to 100, and he mutters that he's sorry. Now not wanting to get banned from my favorite store, I actually restrained my friend from pushing and assaulting the guy. The guy immediately realized the magnitude of his error, and he just walks away, basically booking it to the door. I've always wondered if that finally convinced him that we don't work there. The store employee approaches us a moment later. She knows us as regulars, and she comes over with a big grin on her face, and she says, I saw what happened. Heads up that security was radioed, so you two should leave before they come. So we left, and that's my very first I don't work here encounter. Yeah, making sister jokes in this situation definitely wasn't a cool thing to do, especially to a random stranger, guys, and he's lucky that OP restrained his friend from teaching him a lesson with a good old ass whooping. So this happened about 7 or 8 years ago, but it's a good story, so I think it fits perfectly here. So I worked at a retirement home as the head waiter for 9 years. At this retirement home, there was a resident who we'll just call her the warden because she used to be a prison warden. You could tell. Everything, and I mean everything, had to be her way, or there would be hell to pay. Now this lady had a really bad rap for being rude to everyone, because she acted like she was in charge. The woman would yell at management, other residents, and oh, my poor, poor waitstaff. 
I remember when I turned 18, I got my first tattoo, and the warden calls me over to her table after dinner, and she says, So, I heard you got a tattoo, OP. I reply, yes I did. The warden says, well let me see it then. So I show her, being the dumb 18 year old kid I am, and that's when she looks me dead in the eyes and says, well, OP, I hope it gets infected, I hope you never go to college, and then she said that she hopes that I die. Now me, being the smartass, I just looked at her and said, aw, I love you too, warden. Also, multiple times, the warden was insanely racist. One time, she pointed at all the black waitstaff, and she asked which ones I thought were on welfare. But now back to this story. So one day, I'm at the Dollar Tree just down the road from the home, and I start walking down an aisle, and who do I see but the warden? Upon seeing her, I try to keep my head down, but it's too late. The woman's noticed me, and she starts yelling, oh, It's you. Well, come over here and help me get this off the shelf, and carry my basket because none of these idiots here are gonna help me. I stop and look at her, and because she's just a crazy lady with only hate keeping her alive, I'll be nice and get the thing off the shelf for her. So I grab the item off the shelf and say, here you go, warden. The woman looks at me, pushes her basket into me and says, OP, I'm basically your boss. You are better than this. I told you to get that for me and carry my stuff not hand me something. You might be as stupid as these racial slurs here, but you don't have to act like them too. This is the point that I realize that I'm not at work at the moment. So I look at her and say, Warden, you know I don't work here. I don't have to do anything for you. And I sure as hell don't have to put up with your racism. Now I'm gonna say it again. We're not at work, so unless you want to hear what I really think about you, I would just stop. The Warden starts with, but you do work for me. And that's when I look at her and say, no ma'am, I work for the community you live in. And you don't treat people like we're a community. And honestly, if you keep treating people like this, I think they should just throw you out of it. And then where will you go? Because we both know that your daughter sure as hell won't let you live with her. Because she barely comes to see you. The warden just looks shocked and says, I'm gonna tell your boss and I'm gonna have you fired. At that, I just look at her and walk away. I came to work for another seven years and she'd always give me a bitch face every day. It made me feel really good inside. P.S. That was just one bad apple. Most of the people there were a delight, and I love spending time with them. Not all old folks are horrible evil bitches, but there are some out there. The thing is, guys, people like this warden seem to live forever out of spite, and she sounded like a total piece of work. Like, if she treated OP and staff members that way, you can only imagine what she was doing when she was ruling the prison, guys. Early in the day, my mom sent me to the store to grab some cat food. I don't want to come back for some time, so I decide to get a big bag. Maybe 10 pounds or so, and of course it's on the highest shelf. So me being me, and not wanting to spend more time trying to find someone to help me, I just grab one of those big orange employee ladders, further down from the cat food. I push it over to where I need to climb up, and I take the bag down with me, struggling just a bit, but nonetheless, an easy task. I then take the ladder back down to where it was, with the bag on it the whole time and start to walk away, when all of a sudden, I hear, excuse me, and I'm still walking because I don't think anyone is talking to me. All of a sudden, I hear loud running steps towards me. So I turn around, and there's a woman yelling in my face about how pretending to not hear customers wasn't funny, and that employees should help all customers, even if we're busy. After the woman's done talking, I say I don't work here, and turn back to walk to go pay for my cat food, and that's when she grabs me by the shirt, yanks me towards her face, and even louder than before, starts yelling at me, spitting in my face while she does. Now, I'm very panicked because I don't like interacting with people. 
And here she is, yelling in my face about firing me from a job that I don't even have. The woman is making so much noise that an employee walks over and he tells her to relax. Out of nowhere, she says I want him to apologize to me for such bad manners and such. At this point, I feel more calm, knowing that there's an actual employee around. And that's when I turn around to say something and the woman slaps me. Seeing that, the employee tells her, that's it, I'm not tolerating any of this in my store. I'm sorry ma'am, but I'm gonna have to ask you to leave right now. And trust me, when she hears him say that, she goes silent, and she grabs her shopping carts and just goes to pay for her stuff. The woman doesn't even leave the store. She takes her cart to the front cash, and that's when the employee tells her again, Ma'am, you're gonna have to leave. I'm sorry, but we're not gonna be accepting any money for these. We want you out of the store. As that's all happening, I just go to the self-checkout. And as I'm leaving the store, I hear what can only be described as a woman impersonating a tornado siren. Guys, I find it so funny that that woman had the audacity to try to pay for her things after slapping a customer, guys. Like, people are just too insane. The employee should have totally called police at that point because the fact that she just slapped OP and was just sent out of the store is absurd. Arrest that woman so she can learn not to hit others. So this happened last summer when I was traveling to visit a friend. They lived about 8 hours away from me, so I was driving to see them. I started getting hungry a few hours in, and pulled over to a small town in the northeast US. I found this great little German deli. I had a lovely meal there, and ended up talking to the owner for a bit. I rarely get the opportunity to practice my German, so I jumped at the chance to converse with the sweetest lady that you'll ever meet. I learned a lot about her emigrating to the States, the town, and its history as a hotspot of German immigration. After an hour or so, I had to get back on the road, so I paid, stood up, and started to walk back outside. I made it halfway to the exit, when all of a sudden, I feel a tap on my shoulder, from a woman, who we'll call Karen. Karen says, oh, thank the lord, you're off break. We're ready to order. I just look at her and say, oh, sorry, I'm just passing through. The woman then says to me, what? You were just talking to staff, of course you work here. Are you trying to ignore your job? And before I could respond, she cuts me off and tells me, come take our order this instant and I'll think about paying after this terrible service. I then try to explain to her that I had just stopped in for a sandwich and politely asked that she leave me alone. Now I could tell that she was frustrated and that's when she decides to say one of those lines that I'll remember for all of my days. The woman says, I saw you talking with the owner. You obviously know each other. If you don't work here, then why were you two talking Nazi to each other? Hearing her say that, silence swept over everyone in the deli. Everybody's head swiveled. Remember when I mentioned the German immigration to the town? I then quietly asked Karen, uh, what did you just say? And that's when Karen replies, you heard me, you're speaking the language. That's when the owner slowly got up and said, miss, you will not be welcome here anymore, please leave. Karen sputters, and the owner continues and says, you heard me. How dare you accuse me of being a Nazi? And how dare you accuse this young man in my establishment? You are being refused service. Get out right now. The room was still silent as the woman grabs her poor family and dragged them out of the deli, while at the same time shouting about getting us all shut down for being un-American. The tension in the room held for a minute and then slowly eased, but it never disappeared. The owner apologized profusely to me and offered me a coupon as I left. I took the coupon from her, thanked her profusely, apologized for her having to go through all that, and then I left. I haven't been back since, but I still have the coupon, so maybe I'll make the drive out someday. 
Guys, how the heck did that woman think she'd get service after outright insulting the staff and the owner? Like, has that ever worked anywhere? I'm so glad the owner just refused service immediately, and I only wished that that Karen was told off for being so ridiculous. Like, I can't believe she just walks around saying stuff like that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So full disclosure on this one, this story is not my story. This is a story of a very dear friend who I'll call Sally. Sally frequents the sub and she enjoys all the stories. And she told me the story this morning. So here it is. We have a 24-hour grocery shop in town. And this story takes place around 10pm. Sally likes to shop at night because it means less people to deal with. Sally also has anxiety and she finds it hard to deal with large crowds. Despite the anxiety, Sally is amazing at her job. She looks after kids and she does it spectacularly well. Sally's worked with kids for a very long time. Needless to say, some of those kids have grown up and they're stepping into the adult world on their own. But to Sally, no matter how big they get, they will always be her kids. So she's doing her nighttime shopping. Sally's picked up the first few items on her list when she turns the corner and there, hovering beside the pot handles, is one of her kids. We'll call him Steve. Sally hasn't seen Steve in almost four years, and four years is a long time for a teen. Steve is definitely not a kid anymore. Steve's around 18, but compared to the boy she last saw four years ago, Steve is now an actual giant and he towers over her. And of course he remembers her. He stopped and said hello. He tells her how he got into the university course he wanted, and she beams with pride, as Steve is a smart boy. They then chat for a few moments, but before Sally heads off, she asks the giant if he'll do her a favor. Would he please grab the noodles off the top shelf so Sally's 5'4 self doesn't need to do the tiptoe dance? And Steve, being the total sweetheart he is, of course obliges. So with the noodles in hand, she wishes him well and heads off, leaving him to ponder his flavor choices. A few minutes later, Sally's in the next aisle over, trying to decide between brand name or generic crisps, when her attention was torn from the snacks by a yell. All of a sudden, she hears, I'll speak to your manager, this is unacceptable. Now normally, Sally's pretty big on confrontation avoidance. She doesn't handle it well. Anxiety disorders will do that to you. And under normal circumstances, she would have taken that screech as her cue to skedaddle. But not today. Because that screech had just come from the aisle that she had recently vacated. The aisle that she had last seen young Steve. You know where this is going. So with trepidation and a growing sense of dread, Sally creeps around the corner. And of course, her worst fears are confirmed. The giant Steve is cowering, before the wrath of the mighty Karen. At this point, Sally doesn't know what to do. He's one of her kids and he's under attack. And her maternal instincts are at war with her anxiety disorder. 
Then Steve gets a word in. Four words, to be precise. Four words that flick a switch in her brain. Because those four words have been spoken many times before. And now, thanks to all the stories that she's read, Sally knows exactly what to do. Steve tells the Karen again as he tries to back away that he doesn't work here, lady. But of course, Karen doesn't care what he says. She's spouting some nonsense about how he's gonna get fired, that she'll show him, etc, etc. Sally couldn't give the exact wording because Sally wasn't listening to Karen at this point. All Sally was thinking about is help is on the way, kiddo. Because anxiety or no anxiety, no one messes with Sally's kids. No one. Sally opens her mouth, turns on her playground voice, and as loudly and as clearly as possible, she yells at Karen, I want to speak to your manager. The Karen falters, and she turns her attention to Sally, thus releasing Steve from her laser glare. At this point, the details do get a little fuzzy. Sally was running on pure adrenaline, and doesn't remember exactly what she said. But it was something along the lines of, That's a horrible way to speak to a customer. You can get fired for this. Now get me your manager. All in her incredible playground voice. While Sally is projecting nonsense at the Karen, Steve flashes her a befuddled look, and she makes a little shooing motion. Now Steve is a smart kid. Steve shoes. The Karen then gawks at her, doing a rather convincing impression of a fish, while Sally gibbers on about Karen's lack of work ethic, or something to that effect. By now, they've attracted the attention of an actual staff member, who's hurrying towards them. At this point, poor Sally has reached her threshold for confrontation, and she's sure that Steve has had enough time to make his escape. So before the staff member could reach her, Sally makes her exit, turning swiftly and scurrying away as fast as her legs will carry her. But Karen doesn't follow. Now, I'd love to tell you that Sally swaggered out of there like the hero that she is, but anxiety has a way of taking over. Sally dumped her basket by the customer service desk, and she made a break for it. Sally thinks this part of the story makes it less important, but I think Sally is the hero we need. I'm in genuine awe of this woman and her courage when it comes to protecting her kids. We're both going shopping together this week. Karen's beware, because this time, she's bringing back up. Guys, I just want to say that I love Sally, and I love how in that moment, she just pushes everything aside to defend one of her kids. And I love how she used Karen's tactic on her. Guys, I've said this many, many times before. The only way to defeat a Karen is to out-Karen a Karen. Like, the only thing that would have made this so much better is if Sally started barking at her to assert dominance. On this day, my friend and I were at the shopping center, buying stuff for our annual camping and fishing summer trip. This was also before the world went mad. We were in off-road outfits, leather, boots, camel clothes, and backpacks, and that's when an older gentleman approached us and asked us where something was. The guy was really old, and he had a cane. We had passed the area not too long ago, and we also knew that in order for him to get there, he would have to limp over there with his cart. That's when my friend asked him if that was his cart, and the gentleman nodded and pointed at it. My friend then said, hey, stay here, sir. I'll get it for you. He then grabs the man's cart and went to go get it, and then he came back. The old man then said thanks and went on with his hopping. And that's when Karen comes into play. As my friend and I returned to our browsing, we saw what I can easily describe as the most beautiful woman that I've ever seen in my life. The woman had long, straight blonde hair, the bluest eyes that ever existed on a human. She was tall, slim, extremely well-dressed, with classy black heels, She was the kind of woman that only exists after a few weeks of extensive Photoshop effort. Apparently, she had seen my friend run to get the gentleman's cart because she then raised her hand, and I kid you not, she snapped her fingers and pointed towards her own cart. 
We looked at each other. She then took a longer look at us, raised a perfectly done eyebrow, and then said to us, Well, my friend was always the witty one, so he says, Actually, I am well. Thanks. She then says to him, Take my cart to the register. Her eyes never leaving his face, obviously making him uncomfortable. My friend then said, Why? She replies, Isn't that your job? I just saw you grabbing something for that man just now. And that's when it hit us. She thought we worked there. Now we've often exchanged stories and watched and read stories together, so we knew. We knew that the only way to shut down a situation like this is to out-Karen the Karen. And from this point on, I was just an observer. As my friend goes, Uh, I'm sorry miss, I don't work here. Karen says, What do you mean? My friend says, I don't work here. Karen didn't know what to say at that, and that's when my friend says, I don't work here, clapping his hands to emphasize the word don't. Hearing that, Karen sputters, and he repeats himself and says, I don't work here, with claps on every word. She puffed, turned around on her heels, and started walking away so fast. She got like 50 feet away, and then she stopped, and then she walked back to us. And I thought to myself, holy, here we go again. I brace for impact, and that's when she said to us in a stern voice that demanded attention, Listen. She then took a deep breath and said, I just want to apologize. I thought you were staff. I'm thinking, Karen apologizes? What? And that's when I see my friend, and he's as baffled as a giraffe at a typewriter. My friend says, Hey, there's no need to... She interrupts him and says, I'm sorry. My friend was about to respond when she says, I am sorry. With claps on every word. I couldn't take it anymore. I burst out laughing, and I haven't laughed like that since I can remember. It was the funniest thing ever. Seeing my friend's mouth open and close several times only made it even harder. I then saw that she can hardly contain her own laughter. Finally, the absurdity of the situation hit my friend as well, and he roared his way down to the floor next to me laughing his ass off. It turned out that she wasn't a Karen at all. She just honestly thought we worked in the outdoor aisle, in our outdoor clothes. Okay, so that's always rare to read about, someone apologizing for their little mistake, guys. Like, the apology was pretty awesome, but she was still pretty rude to snap her fingers at someone who she thought was an employee, guys. It kind of gave off a super snobby vibe. But with that said, I'm glad it ended on a good note. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss these wacky stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, I'll link it right here. A Karen tries to kidnap OP because she wants a daughter. It's such a crazy story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.